What's going on guys? Hello ladies and gentlemen, Endless Opinions, back, here we are. Episode 14? Yeah. Yes. That's like uh, a lot of episodes. Oh uh, yeah man, that's uh, that's 14 weeks worth of episodes in case you didn't know that. Yeah, we're going places guys. Yep, so uh, you, as always, you know where to find us on Instagram at BrinkleyHaydenZero. You can find me at Z, Bristol, Z. And don't forget to follow our Twitter you lovely people. It is at Opinions Endless on Twitter. Alrighty. So anyways, uh, I know we've been doing a lot of pretty deep conversations recently. And, you know, I thought today on this gloomy Saturday, you know, we're recording this very oh, late throughout the week. Yeah, it's about to start storming here. So hopefully uh, that doesn't end up in the background. But if it does, we apologize. Yeah, hopefully everyone's alive by the time this comes out. Yeah. And hopefully this storm doesn't, you know, She's kill everybody. Delicious. But anyways, you know, I thought... Let's just relax. Let's just have a have a good bullshit conversation. Yeah. So yeah, we're not really going into this with a specific topic. We're just kind of gonna see where it goes. So uh, what's new with you, bro? Well, um, I haven't posted this on Instagram or on Snapchat at all because I've been trying to let this heal. But I just got a tattoo. Yeah, sir. I see that. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, I'll probably post it. You know, maybe on Monday so people can see what it looks like. But. It's uh, it's basically a wolf with two sides. Uh, one is very dark shaded, and one is pretty lightly shaded. I'd say ish, sort of. I mean, Zach can be the judge. He's standing across from me. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Uh, but anyways, yeah, uh, my first tattoo experience. I'm not gonna lie, it hurt like a bitch. And uh, yeah, so I was gonna ask you about that. What did you think of the pain? Because you uh, asked a lot leading up to it. Okay, so if you've never had a tattoo, consider yourself lucky. It's expensive <laughs> and it's very hard to maintain. But for me, I don't deal with pain very well. I'm kind of a bitch. Uh, I'll be the first one to admit it. But honestly, it wasn't terrible. I stopped three times to take a like a 10-minute break. Yeah. Did he ask you or did you Yeah, stop? yeah. There was one time where he just stopped. He said, hey, we're going to take just a quick break so I can yeah. use the bathroom. And then the second time, I was like, bro, like I got to take a break. <laughs> this, this shit hurts. How long was it in total? Two hours, 40 minutes. Okay. So, you know, altogether, it's about two hours, 20-ish minutes to, yeah. you know, 2.30, just because of the breaks, you know, or minus the breaks, should I say. But yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, uh, about an hour 45 in, my arm just felt extremely tender. Like, it, it was so sore. Yeah. You know, I, I finished it all in one sitting. I, I tried to do the best that I could just because I did not want to come back and do it a second right. time. Yeah. I was not about to do that. So anyways, I got it all done, you know, paid the fee won't get in, into details <laughs> on that because <laughs> yeah, yeah that kind of hurt my bank account a little bit yeah man tattoos are not cheap especially if you go to like a real good professional shop oh and like, you know uh, huge shout out to those guys y'all should definitely check out <clears throat> cornerstone and snoya if you know where that's uh, at i mean those those guys know what they're OGs, doing sure. they're really good yeah um, so, you know, i know you got yours from there right i've gotten all of mine except like, i've got two little tiny tiny tattoo on my wrist and on my bicep there's another like tiny tattoo but like all the big pieces the big detailed pieces that i've gotten have all been from uh cornerstone okay yeah yeah that's See, the place to go around here in my opinion oh for sure you know you know you pay for what you get pretty much they have know? a sign in their lobby that says if you can't uh, if you can find it cheaper, we'll gladly fix it. <laughs> yes, I saw that. Yeah, bro, that's so funny. Yeah, they got. Some I mean, funny, it's true uh, though. Well, they you know, they funny shit on their walls. That's uh, they definitely throwing jabs at every other tattoo parlor around. Oh yeah, 
around here. So, but anyways, yeah, you know, other than the tattoo, been uh, I came back from a trip on Tennessee uh, last week. I threw up the episode as I was coming back from yeah. there, so that was fun. I was the DD last Saturday night. I went with a small group of us. It was about six of us. It was fun. Uh, that was when the Titans were playing the Patriots, and oh, the yeah. Titans won. I know, man. And hmm. Nashville went fucking crazy. They yeah. went absolutely insane. After the game, I have seen so many people there. Like, I, I had no idea where these people were coming from. Imagine. So. In their state. Oh, I didn't even tell you about this part. I went on a run on Saturday morning. You know, the last Saturday okay. uh, when I was there. Ended up running four miles, but that's not to two mile and horn. But as I was running, I, I actually stopped because there was a dog just kind of roaming around the streets. Right. You know, and had a tag, had a bandana on it, made it seem like he was freshly yeah. pampered yeah you know i was just like oh you know where do you belong big guy you know just trying to see where he's at look around a big dog sorry was it a big dog uh yeah you know it was a medium-sized dog it wasn't like a you know what kind no nah, i no. can't remember i couldn't tell you what color was it? it's like a brown black mix kind okay. of i can't remember i really can't like fuck you up no if dude was this dog if, was sweet no, as no, i'm saying if he was mean was he the size uh yeah he probably could have yeah well you know i'm like you know i'm five nine so yeah, <laughs> whatever that's bitch, worth so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fully aware of that what happened with this dog so i just turned around because i was like damn you know i'm actually really fucking far away so i started to run back and the dog followed me back (laughs) the whole entire time and it's not like i was from here to like a quarter mile i was a solid two miles away (laughs) so i ran and this dog ran back with me oh my god and i was i was just blown away uh, I brought the dog back to the house where we were staying at. I was like, uh, so guys, uh, I got a little surprise. Brought the dog back and they're like, what the hell, Hayden? Like, <laughs> did, did you not let the dog stay there? I was like, nah, like this this dog wouldn't leave me alone, man. <laughs> Just followed me. Dang. Like I, I'd get a decent ways away from him. And next thing I know, we hear the little clattering of the yeah, the, yeah. The, the the chain or whatever you want to call it. Did the he leash. have like a, a phone number on his tag or anything? Nah, man, nothing? he didn't have anything, nothing just his name yeah uh not even a name it was just like some little call it was like some little collar and it had like i think department of something on it Uh, i can't remember but Uh. anyways yeah that's been basically about the most eventful thing that happened you know so what happened to the dog oh we took it back and i'll be damned if it wasn't right at the spot where i found it you know where he lived he's like literally 20 yards away yeah so i was kind of you know it was fun because I had someone to run with me, but I had to stop quite a few times because there were cars coming. I was like, oh, shit, I don't need you to get run over. Yeah, dang. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, for what dang. it was worth. So uh, what's, uh, what's interesting with you, Zach? So I've been off of uh, my anxiety meds for a little over a week now. Hey, that's what's up, boy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I actually just ended up quitting cold turkey. Did you really? Yeah. Holy shit. Any yeah. side effects? Anything? <laughs> no. No. The crazy mean, things? Honestly, it's, I feel like people make it out to be a lot worse than it actually is. I feel like a lot of people use it as an excuse to, to feel bad or to call out of work. I mean, and this, is, this isn't a jab at anybody in particular, but I feel like a lot of people with anxiety almost go out of the way for extra attention because they feel they need it. And so I feel like someone who's coming off of medicine, who's taking, you know, like, antidepressants or anti-anxiety medication you know the doctors will tell you don't quit cold turkey it's gonna make you feel bad well when someone's a doctor especially tells you that something's gonna make you feel bad something is like you know this is gonna make you feel bad you're gonna feel this way then have you ever heard of the placebo effect like you're you're putting it in their heads that that. it's gonna be awful so then they end up staying on the medication 
And who, who benefits from that? Pharmaceutical yeah, companies. You know, you know, this, this medication isn't free. So they want us to stay on it. They don't want us to, to ever feel like we can just quit whenever we want. So I feel like they try to make it scary. I don't, I don't know. Just mind over matter. Just do it. Like, uh, yeah, some people have side effects, but really just do it. Kind of like find out if it's right for you. If it, it's too bad after a day or two you can't do it then you know figure something out but i went into it with that mindset of it it can't be really that bad it's probably mostly placebo effect so i just uh yeah stopped taking it about eight days ago and the first probably two or three days i had a little bit of a headache that was kind of it though i mean my head hurt my eyes were kind of sensitive to the light and that made my head hurt a little bit worse but i mean i went to work I didn't miss a day of work. Like, it, I mean, it wasn't bad enough to miss a day of work. It, I didn't really have any crazy mood changes or anything. No, like, anxiety attacks or panic attacks or nothing. I mean, I feel pretty normal, honestly. And, I mean, the reason I quit in the first place was, it's not that the medicine wasn't helping or that it was making me worse. I just, more so, it's just like, it, I didn't see enough of a, a benefit from taking it for it to be worth it. Like it might've made things a little bit better, but a little bit better isn't worth having to take a pill every day of my life and having to buy more when I run out and having to keep track of it. That's just extra shit that I don't even need to think about, don't wanna think about. I'd rather not have anything in my system, not have to worry about the, oh, what if this comes back to bite me in the ass 50 years from now when, you know, what if this medicine fucks, fucks up my, my internals? There's no way to really know that until you've been on it for 20, 30 years. And so I was just like, you know, I've only been on it for, I think I got on it in October, mid or late October. So that really hasn't been that long, less time than this podcast has been out. So less than what, 14 weeks? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, 14, 15 weeks is probably about the time I've been on it. So yeah, I just realized it's not something that I want to continue going with. And, uh, Hell I did yeah, some man. research and I was going to wean off of it, but it just seemed like a really long process with more doctor visits and because I would have to, you know, chop the pills in half, but then I'm, I'm also, I'm not at the smallest dose either. You know, I, they, I had to go up a dose, so I'd have to start chopping pills in half and then I'd have to go down a dose, which would require me to go talk to my doctor again to have the prescription changed. And just, I don't know, it just seemed like a big headache when everything online was telling me, look, you might have side effects, but the worst of it will be over within three or four days. So it just seemed like, ah, just rip it off like a band-aid, get it over with, get the bad part over with, and then I'm, and then I'm, and then I'm good. Hell yeah, man. I'm proud of you. I think one of the most important things that you said there was mind over matter or yeah. placebo effect. I think that's pretty accurate, I would say. I mean, if you think about it, you know, a lot of drugs a lot of pills are supposed to make you feel x amount of way it's right. supposed to make you feel happier it's most it's supposed to make you feel more relaxed uh drowsy or whatever and i think it's really whatever you want it to believe that's yeah i mean you know, i've had doctors tell me that the placebo effect is i mean it's honestly really great for some people like if you feel like shit and you want to kill yourself and you get on this medication and say the medication doesn't actually really even do anything but you think it does, so you feel better for some reason. It's it's then it's worth it, whether or not it's really helping you or not. You're I don't know. It's it's helping you. You know, just as long as you think it is, then it is. So it can be a great thing, but it also can be a bad thing. Like with doctors telling you that oh, if you quit this though, you're gonna have issues. Things are gonna get worse. Then you don't want to get off of it, and you believe them. And so it can be a good thing, and it can be a bad thing. But it's definitely real, dude. It's very real. 
Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, the book that one of the books I've been reading for a while, I still haven't even finished it, which I, I'm kind of mad, but uh, it's called How to Change Your Mind by Michael Pollan. It's about psychedelic research, uh, about LSD, psilocybin, and all this stuff about how it can possibly alter your mind and it could basically be helpful in psychotherapy. They discussed that one of the researches that they did, that basically it was, they gave the chance to to take two capsules for the patients and the patients had to choose one. One was basically a placebo pill and one was a psilocybin kind of low dose right. pill. And some people took the psilocybin and some people just took the one that was basically a placebo pill. But they told everyone that it was the pill. It was, yeah, it, they, there were two options. So whichever one they cho- they chose, they guessed randomly. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. They didn't they didn't say, oh, this one's the placebo, this one's the psilocybin. They said, choose one, whichever one you get, you know, you'll find out. Yeah. And they said some of the people who took the placebo pill thought they had the psychedelic or the psilocybin one because they because they were told that's what it was exactly and they ultimately thought oh my god this is this is definitely the psilocybin I'm having some crazy feeling in my body I'm experiencing vivid colors uh, more vibrant uh, sounds and such so I definitely believe the placebo effect is definitely a true thing I mean it's real it, man it's it's hugely in your mind. That's what it is. It's all in your head, yeah. I mean, have you heard about Joe Rogan? He's doing this uh, carnivore diet right now. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, so he he made he put a. I think he's been doing it for like uh, thirteen days or something, just shy of two weeks. Uh, where he's been a carnivore diet. If you don't know, is is exactly what it sounds like. It's nothing but meat. You literally don't eat anything other than meat. You can you know you can drink whatever really. I mean, you're not supposed to drink like. I mean, I think it's pretty much water and then. You can use anything from an animal, like you can drink milk or you can obviously eat eggs, even though it's not necessarily meat. But meat and dairy, just anything from an animal is kind of the whole, the carnivore diet. And so Joe's been, he's been doing that for two weeks and he was, because he's heard a lot of good things from, from a bunch of different people about it, about them curing certain things and making them feel better and more balanced energy levels and yada, 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 whatever. But he posted today and was talking about some of the pros and cons so far of taking it. And that was one of his main points is like, I'm very, very aware of the placebo effect. And I'm trying to look at this from much of an unbiased uh, stance as I I can. Obviously, I want this to make me feel better. Just, you know, why would you change your diet for anything if you wanted it to make you feel worse? So obviously, he wants it to make him feel better. He wants it to do great things. But you know, you have to kind of look at a bunch of things like that when you're taking medications and trying anything to, you know, to improve your lifestyle overall, you kind of, you really have to look at, is this really making me feel this way? Or is it just, I'm thinking that it is because in my opinion, yeah, it can be a good thing if you're taking a pill and, uh, you know, it's, it, you think it's making you better, but it's really not. But for some reason that works for you and it helps you get through your day. Yeah, that can be a good thing. But at the same time, in my opinion, I would want to know if it's actually working or not, because I don't want to put unnecessary shit in my body if I don't need to. Yeah. I mean, you never know what's, what it's going to do to your body too. You don't know until, until it's been in your system for, you know, a long time. Exactly. You know, and maybe it is, isn't doing anything too harmful, but maybe it is. And without really knowing, do you want to take the chance? I mean, I know I don't, but a lot of people do, I feel like, and uh, it can definitely bite you in your ass if you you don't know what's really going in your body. Yeah. And you know, that's like anything with like a cold medicine too. Like I know it's pretty standard. Any type of medicine, I kind of try to stay away from unless it's like terrible. Really what I do is just 
eat healthier, have, have like a salad, drink a lot of water and get plenty of rest. And honestly, I find that to be better more than anything. Dude, you know, yes. it's, it, it varies from person to person. Some people need to have that medicine in which, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, I take no medicine. I, I'm, I'm a fucking tough guy. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously like, if you, if you get one of those headaches where it's just like, fuck, like I can't even, I can't go to sleep right yes, now. It's so yes, bad. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to take an aspirin or two and that's what it is. But for the people who have back pain and they rely on aspirin every day, like multiple times a day, that's when, you know, shit can get real bad. And yeah, that's rely when, on it. Your body needs it to feel good. Yeah, that's when it gets a little scary. I mean, you think about it, people, oddly enough, people can get addicted to aspirin. To anything, Dude, man. that shit's like, well, we've talked about it before and, you know, you don't know what the limit is to aspirin. Some people may just end up taking one, but then they build up a tolerance for it. Too, too much of anything is a bad thing. You know, and we've said that a thousand times, but yeah, we I mean, like to reiterate things a lot, you know. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's how we yeah. are. <laughs> well, I mean, even, you know, like I've talked about, like I'm a big supporter of marijuana and all, all, all things marijuana. And I think it's a great plant and I love it. And I use it just about every day. But I, while I say, yeah, it's not super addictive. Like if you, um, if you smoke every day for 10 days and then you don't smoke for a day, you're not going to have physical withdrawals like you're not going to be hurting you're not going to be puking or anything like that but if you smoke all day every day it's you're going to be addicted you may not physically but it might be mentally and that can be even worse for some people just some like people the placebo just, effect yeah you have to know yeah. if you're if you have an addictive personality or if you're taking too much of any, just anything you know you can you just get addicted and you feel like you have to have it even if you don't again it's kind of the placebo effect your body's so used to taking something that it feels like it needs it even if it doesn't so if you're you know you're not if you're high say you're awake for 15 hours a day and you're high 14 or 15 hours a day you're not going to probably feel too good when you don't have weed so i mean aspirin yeah it can be relatively safe if you're taking it on the rare occasion that you really need it but when you're relying on something like that it's it's just going to end up being a bad thing in the long run regardless yeah and you know once again one of the most important things that uh, i want to go back to is just getting the proper sleep i went back and listened to the math uh, matthew dude, walker episode with joe rogan dude i just i I've love that to episode. It three times now like it's past year i would say without a doubt that episode changed my lifestyle yeah, i mean it's it, the most crucial episode of any podcast i've ever listened to yes and we talked about this in previous episodes too I think, I think we but uh like just the fact that sleep is tremendous tremendously beneficial to us is or ridiculous. detrimental yeah or detrimental. if you're not getting enough or you know the right kind i think they said like the average american gets like 6.6 hours of Which sleep and you need seven to nine seven to nine yeah seven, seven to nine you, and this guy's words this you know this is his quote Dipping under seven hours, even once, is detrimental to your long long term health. Mm -hmm. So for those of y'all like out there getting four, five, six hours of sleep on average, you're not gonna really uh, be too happy. You know, a couple decades from now, your body's not gonna like you too much. You're gonna age a lot faster. Your body's just gonna deteriorate, deteriorate faster. You're gonna have way less energy for for guys. You're gonna have way lower testosterone levels. Like, it's just, it's fucking bad. You really, really need to focus on. So that's one thing I've been, uh, and I know you talked about, you, we both have, I feel like ever since we listened to that, we've realized like, oh shit, this is like kind yeah. of important. <laughs> we should probably pay attention to that. Because that's exactly I, what we said too. I'm definitely guilty of it. I used to talk about it all the time. Like, yeah, I mean, I probably only get like, because I, I, I have insomnia. 
that's part of you know what I was taking my medicine for. I have another medication that I take for insomnia, but I just, I don't use it either just because I don't want to be on anything. But mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, for the majority of my life, I feel like I was getting less than that recommended seven to nine hours. But as soon as I realized how important it is, I rarely miss rarely miss seven to nine. Like, I remember uh, I remember the conversation we had. You talked to me about this is when we were both working at that one place. You know where. Uh, the previous a couple jobs ago but i remember you talked to me you're like yo have you listened to the new episode of joe rogan and that's yeah. when that episode came out i was like nah and like i haven't and you're like bro go watch it Dude, go listen to it so and had i not seen that or listened to it or whatever the hell you want to call it i probably would not be on the same sleeping schedule just i mean just to give you a example let me let me go back to uh a couple weeks uh, last week when i was in nashville that Saturday night, we were out until two. Yeah. My other friend says, "No, we were out till one." No, we were out till two. I know it. <laughs> I fucking looked at the clock. They were all. Oh, Weren't you DD? Yes, so you I were was the DD. sober one. So yes, your drunk exactly. Tell you what time it was. It doesn't believe the sober one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, yeah. I was uh, like, no, you're out of your mind. Anyways, who, if you're listening, you know, just know. Yeah, yeah, I fucking <laughs> you know. know who you are. <laughs> I know what time it was. So, anyways, we were out till two, and man, I couldn't even tell you like how bad my body was hurting just to go to sleep. I mean, like I, I was drag. I had to drag my body pretty much. Dude, I, it hurts when I don't know how to explain it other than try to go from getting to seven to nine hours of sleep through a long period of time, and then try to stay up one night until two or three and see how you feel. Dude, like it it's sucks. tough. If you have a set schedule and you vary off of that or you go off course even one day, shit, man, I'm telling you. Everything off. Dude, I I was struggling that night and I was, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty pissed because just I wanted to be in bed. I was like, God, like I just want to go to sleep right now. Instead, I gotta, I gotta make sure everyone's sober, no one gets in a fight. And if someone does, I gotta jump in. And you know, look at me, man, I'm uh fucking 5'9, 160. Like, come on now. Yeah, dude, it's even more important, just as important as the, the length of the amount of time that you're getting you know that if you're getting at seven to nine like having a set sleeping schedule is so important like i like i don't know just again for most of my life i didn't live with any kind of sleep schedule i fell asleep whenever i fell asleep and i woke up when i woke up i mean obviously if i had school or work i I got up when i needed to get up but you know if it was a weekend i'd go to sleep you know late as hell and sleep late as hell i didn't really care but for me i work a full-time job monday through friday i have the weekends off but I go to sleep at the same time every night. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's the weekday or the weekend. I, I fall asleep around 11 every night. I wake up around uh, around like um, 6 to 8, really, about every morning. 8 is about the latest I'll wake up. I, yeah. I usually set uh, an alarm at 6 and an alarm at 7. And uh, I just kind of get up whenever I feel like getting up in that time frame. But um, yeah, it's, it's always in between 7 to 9, though. And if, and if for some reason I can't fall asleep until like midnight or one i'll set my alarm a couple hours later just so i can still get that recommended amount but just i i usually get in bed around the same time every night and uh kind of have a little like routine of what i do before i go to bed and i just once i do that and i I take a hot shower and you know put away get out 
my clothes for the next day kind of thing. Just feel like, you know, just do whatever I feel like I need to do. Uh, just following any kind of routine right before bed, it kind of rewires, rewires your brain to every, every night when I start doing those, it's about to be time to lay down activities. My, I start getting tired because my body knows like, oh, every night, every like right after I, I always do this, I always go to sleep. So my body's just used to the routine of do this, do this, do this, lay down, do this. And then when it's time, just roll over and pass out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just getting in bed at the same time every night, having some sort of routine. It doesn't have to be super strict. Like walk over here, grab this thing, put it on the floor, spin around three times. Oh, uh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, what are but, you, a dog? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, just going pretty much just laying down at the same time every night is just really beneficial and setting a time frame in the morning to where you get up. You don't have to be like, I'm getting up at seven, no questions asked. Like, yeah, if you have a job, then great, do that. Yeah. But just, you know, try and get within that time frame of seven to nine hours of sleep. And I don't know, I'm sure, I, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I feel like, when did that podcast come out? Maybe like over a year ago now? Uh, yeah, definitely a year ago. I don't think I've been sick once. Oh, holy shit. Now that you say that, I mean, I think I may have been sick once or twice, but I might've gotten a little, you know, not feel good for a day or so. Yeah. Every day you have an off day regardless, but I don't, I haven't had a bad like sickness, like a bad cold or any kind of bad fever or any kind of the flu. Like I, I just, everyone was getting sick here. What was it? Like a month or two ago? Oh yeah, dude. Everyone was sick. My dad was super sick. I work with my dad every day. I ride with him. I was with him the whole time he was sick and I was hanging out with my girlfriend while she was sick. And uh, I, I didn't get sick. I don't know how. I'm usually always the first person to get sick. And that, I mean, that just leads me to believe that it's got to be the sleep because in the past I've always gotten too little sleep and I'm always the first one to get sick. And now I'm I'm actually the one person that always gets pretty much the, the recommended amount of sleep, the right amount of sleep that makes me feel good. And what do you know? I'm the only person that didn't get sick. So, it's, you know, that's a, that's a pretty accurate point. Uh, I've never really thought about it as you can tell by my expression yeah <clears throat> normally around winter time that's when i get the most sick because i every year maybe. exactly uh, growing up i had asthma and usually winter was always the worst for yeah. me. but i mean i've noticed ever since i've been getting a little bit more sleep and i just got to throw this in there we are not experts we're the first bit of experts <laughs> we just listen to yeah, we're podcast. just kind of repeating a bunch of shit that we've yeah. heard but you know the people who did say it in the first place were really smart so that that's is something. true he is a but, uh, uh, uh neuroscientist so you know he yeah, obviously knows some more than i do definitely so. recommend going and listen to that episode if you don't believe us uh it's I don't even remember what number it is, but nah. it's like... Uh, just Ma- just look up Matthew Walker, Joe Rogan yeah, on, Joe Rogan, on YouTube. Walker. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, like that, I normally get sick during the wintertime. This this winter, which I would hardly consider a winter here. Oh my God. Uh, it's just rain. Yeah. It's, it's like we're in Seattle. It's fucking 66 outside. I know. Like, I don't get it. the storm. Oh yeah. That's going to change, you know. Yeah. About trees knocked over on the house, you know. Eh, yeah. but, uh, oh, anyways. <laughs> This is our final episode, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, guys. So, but anyways, yes, you know, trying to get back on point uh, before this tree kills us. Uh, I I do believe sleep is very, very valuable. And, you know, I look at college kids who actually live on campus and I'm like, damn, I'm sure they're having a great time. They're having fun. But 
wow, man, those guys, they stay up at some ungodly hour, four or five o'clock sometimes, and don't go to bed until damn near seven and sleep until about one. And like, that's that, multiple that, times a week. Yeah, that's that's, that's Friday, that's know, Saturday. That may be even a Thursday for yeah. whatever reason. I, you know, that shit always, that scares me because uh, I don't know, man. Like I don't, obviously listening to that, you hear what happens to your body if you get less and less sleep. And yeah. Like, I'm like, shit, man, you know, and that's, that goes without saying that I obviously don't stay out late sometimes in which I did last Saturday, but you know, sometimes, sometimes you can't help it. I feel like, especially if you're trying to be a responsible person and make sure no one drives drunk. Yeah. Well, um, dude, what was it? Uh, Matthew Walker in that episode, one of his, his one of, one of his quotes was, Oh, I know where you're going. Yeah. When you're, when you're, uh, Listen up, people. when you've been awake for 20 or more hours, you are just as, if not more, more under the influence than, than the legal limit of alcohol. Yes. So if you've been awake for more than 20 hours, you're pretty much just, it's just like you're over the legal limit of alcohol for, that's exactly know, what it was. Country. It's yeah. ridiculous. So if you've been awake for 20 hours, you, you should be driving. Okay, let that, a lot of people do it. It's their job. Let that sink in, though. Semi truck drivers—that's their job to drive oh, long distances. And you know they're supposed to stop and rest, but you know a lot of them don't, and that's fucking dangerous. Yeah, I think that's they a get... big death machine. If he swerves off just a little bit, it doesn't matter if he's going 20 miles an hour. If he crushes you, if you get caught between him and another car, or him and a wall, or something, you're done. Yeah, it's a fucking semi, not a Nissan Leaf, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. come on. Yes, that's fucked up, man. It's a... Uh, that shit scares me, Get sleep, me, guys. Go to sleep. Stop. Turn it up. Turn up. Turn it off. Turn the episode off. Go to sleep right Turn now. the fuck off. All right. Well, I think uh, <laughs> that wraps it up. I think so. <laughs> I think that's a good way to end it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. As you can tell, this wasn't a super serious episode, but... Yeah. We uh, hope it was somewhat entertaining. and Hopefully you um, got a good laugh out of it, and hopefully you understand sleep is very important. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, uh, so, Zach, where can people find you at, man? You can find me on Instagram at ZBristolZ. And you can find me at BrinkleyHayden0 Our on Twitter Instagram. is at Opinions Endless. It's like Endless Opinions, but backwards. And if you didn't figure that out on your own, then uh, you're... <laughs>